0: We are Timon and Pumbaa. We are Timon. Yes. That is literally
1: us. (laughs) Yes. Means no worries for the rest of our days. (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, the internet's most professional and respected source of food news on the internet with your awesome and favorite host m cole and my good buddy skanky how you doing this week skanky i'm great
0: m cole thank you for asking
1: no problem so uh on this week on this american life we have three stories that revolve around chili wait chili chili uh i haven't what what about chili exactly i mean that's, uh, we, 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 we start off with the, uh, the first, the first part, the first segment, we follow a, a bean farmer to find be- out the, A
0: bean farmer? Really? Yes. Yes.
1: And to follow, uh, follow beans from farm to chili dish. But with a surprising twist that has to deal with his father's long lost relatives. Part two, we will be looking into the dairy field with cheese and sour cream. You know, I can't I, keep going. I
0: love, I love some great, I love some great dairy. Whole milk, half milk, whole milk, half half and half milk, 2%, 1%. I love it all.
1: Cheese. I love cheese. Oh, cheese is great. Oh, cheese is so good.
0: That was a really good impression of This American Life, though.
1: Thank you. Thank you. That was really good. I I had to get it into one of the podcasts, so when I send my audition tape to replace Ira Glass, like we have it somewhere on the internet. Um, I think <laughs> Good thing hard. we did it then. Yeah, exactly, exactly, because <laughs> that's you know he's, he's Chicago based, right? Like WBEZ Chicago. Um, so I feel like I can I'm I'm just his natural successor to fill the shoes of that great man. Um, I think that's how it works. It's just based on what city you
0: here. want to hear a funny story that actually doesn't have to do with This American Life, but it has to do with Radio Radiolab.
1: Oh really? Yeah, I want to hear it,
0: definitely. Did you hear the episode in Radio Lab uh about uh what is it called? Father K or Mm-mm. It's about the one it's it's about this guy who is um Muslim American, but he's a Christian running for New York City Council. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, they do this whole thing. Uh, following him and his campaign and Mm -hmm. why people are voting for him and why people are not voting for him and then all the other things that happened and and why some people actually can't vote for him. It's like a a whole interesting piece. Oh, really? So Yeah. So it was weird when I was listening to it because one of the people in my program at school is doing a documentary on this guy. Wait, what? Yeah. And I was like, Wait a second, like what's going on? What's going on here? That's so awesome. I went and I talked to somebody and I was like, Hey, did you know that Radio Lab already did this thing? And she was like, Oh yeah. He tried to convince them not to do it. <laughs> what? Oh my so god. He, and I was like, what? And like, what did Radiolab say? And they're like <laughs> she said, Oh yeah. They were like, um, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god. That's amazing. But yeah, some kid in my program is doing that. Or not like he's older than me. He's like finishing his doc. But he did the same exact thing.
1: That is (laughs) really awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of interesting. I'll have to go back and uh back and listen. Was this episode recently or was it a while ago? Uh pretty recent. I guess like a couple of months ago. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely have to go back and uh back and listen to that. Give it a Um, listen. Yeah, was it uh I think it was Radio Lab. They, they had an episode. I haven't finished it. I think I listened to it back in the day when it aired. Um, but they had an episode that they were doing an update to um, about like heroes and like why people do like self selfless acts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like so far it's just such a cool episode. I like to hear these stories about like it's like kind of the thing like what makes someone move from like a zone of safety into a zone of danger to help somebody else. Um And, like, they give, like, the example, one of the, not an example, one of the stories that they're telling is about um, a woman who sees uh, another woman being attacked by a bull, like, the animal, um, and, like, the woman's on, the woman that's getting attacked is on the other side of an electric fence. And so she's the person that, you know, comes upon this encounter, like, there wasn't, like, she's safe, there wasn't anything she, like, had to do, but, like, she was compelled to then jump through an electric fence and take on a bull to save this woman it's kind of just like looking into why is it that humans why do we do that why are we why do we get into points where we like Disregard our own safety to go save someone else, even especially if it seems like the odds are stacked against it. Um, so it's a it's a co cool I need to listen to the rest of it, but so far that's I would recommend it. Yeah, Isn't it's that kind that's of cool. the
0: newest one that came out, right?
1: I think it's the newest one. It's something about how like heroes, hero. how to be a hero. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's I just saw the, it. Yeah, it's so it's I it, through them all. <laughs> and it was based on it was at least the first part is a um is was a previous episode so they already done that um and then they probably learned some new science stuff or something else and so they're re-posting the old one with a new ending um about whatever it is they've learned recently which is which is, i like they do i like that, so. that that's cool i like mm-hmm. radio lab a lot i really do like radio lab so um stuff. another podcast i absolutely love like 100%. Uh-huh. I mean there's tons. I can go on for like literally days about podcasts I love. Oh yeah. Um but one that is I would say in my opinion kind of surprisingly well done and compelling, not because of who produces it. It's made by Gimlet, who makes tons of great podcasts. If you haven't ever checked them out, you really should. Um, that's not the surprising part, but what it is is it's a branded podcast. So Gimlet partners with an outside company, and the company is basically like wants to create sponsored content, right? And they're like, "Here, like, we'll give you money, and can you create like a podcast for us?" Type thing. Mm-hmm. And when Gimlet they Gimlet also did the show. When Gimlet started, it was made by a man um, named Alex. Bloomberg, who I, who worked for This American Life. And when he first started Gimlet Media, he actually made a podcast about it called Startup. And it was about him starting up a company that creates podcasts type thing and like going through to like venture capitalists and all that kind of thing. Um, and I believe it was in like season two or season three of Startup, they were addressing the thing of sponsored content, like as a company, how do they address it? Because they want to have complete editorial independence, but the people that are paying for the content kind of want content that they like right like if you are like let's say you, you're a company that creates um paper towels like and you want to sponsor podcasts you don't want them to say that you're not a good paper towel company yeah you know i mean um and so it's kind of like how do you weigh out those sides where you can create good and compelling content but then also you know, make it so that your company can make money so you can continue to make content. Uh, but anyways, but the podcast that it is, is called uh, DTR and it's a partnered podcast with Tinder. And so it kind of follows season one follows like dating on Tinder. Um, and like things you should and shouldn't do, um, like with your profiles and just like following people, like or like learning about like first dates and kind of like looking and doing like, a deep dive on that. Um, and then season two, they were having people apply if they wanted to where, uh, um, Um, the DTR folks would take over your profile and like swipe for you and then follow you on first dates and so it was it sounded really cool I, I submitted mine to see if they would if they would take me but they didn't deem me worthy to uh, to be saved by them, but it was it was really cool. It's a really really great podcast. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm into it because I'm in the entire dating world and I use Tinder. But I think even outside of that, like if you're not like someone that's currently online dating or anything like that, it is still very compelling. At least especially or especially season two because season two is all about other people's stories, and so it's just kind of cool to hear those and hear what these what other people go through with with dating. So it's I recommend that. Very strong.
0: And sponsored content is all the rage right now,
1: M. called. It is it is very popular, is what I especially
0: hear. with Twitch.
1: Yes, that is true. <laughs> that is that is true. As
0: that I mosey true. on into our first topic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that segue, you guys. Ooh. It, I, we plan it. We plan sometimes, sometimes it does work out well enough that like I, I can, I can almost imagine that we did like, all right, all right, I'm Here's what we're gonna do. I want you to talk about this American Life. I'll talk about Radiolab. Then you're gonna somehow <laughs> segue into Gimlet, and then we're gonna talk about sponsor contact that'll bring us to Twitch. Like it's just perfectly laid out. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Kevin, for writing the script for this episode. Kevin, Appreciate you're the
1: best. You. Love Kevin. Best thing we ever did was hire Kevin. Oh, what so, a good yeah, intern. Yeah, he's such a. We don't pay him. Anyway, so
0: Twitch is releasing a new video producer tool. Oh, yay. What does Whoa. it do? What does it do?
1: What does a video does producer do? tool do?
0: What does it do? Um, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so, what happened okay. was they are. Yeah changing the whole way that vods work mm-hmm. and all those things so they're trying mm-hmm. to do the whole premiere thing remember when they talked yeah. about premieres and whatever yep so i think this is how videos will now be put onto twitch okay they are not gonna like i don't know if this gets rid of uploads exactly hmm but um What's gonna happen is you anytime you upload a video to Twitch, mm-hmm. you have to premiere it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Interesting. they're replacing Vodcast the Vodcast system with a rerun system. Okay. Um, and that's all that's happening.
1: All right. Yeah. Um. So I see, I did see the bo- blog post for this. Um. So maybe you know more than I do. No, I think we know about the same. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the a few things i think is interesting because they did make a really big point a big part of the blog post was about how all of your everything that you're uploading to twitch has to be premiered like um and to be premiered it has it also has to play all the way through the video so if hypothetically let's say you had like a 2 hour 3 hour video it has to play the whole 2 or 3 hours and then it will show up as something that people can go find and watch in on Twitch um it's uh i'm kind of i don't know i'm kind of torn about it if i one one point it kind of feels like why are you making people go through this extra hoop like this extra thing to like get it to happen um and that kind of sucks but at the but also i could see that they kind of want to do it cuz they really I think either believe or just really want the premiere system to be something that's used like a lot. Um, And so it's by doing this, you're kind of forcing it to become a system. Um, My fear is that you're going to have people that do premieres at like 3am just because they don't really care about premieres, but they just know they have to do it for their video to show up. Um, so it's kind of interesting. A few a few details though is a premiere obviously can't go on um while you're live, while you're streaming. So it kind of like they fight a little bit on that. And so if let's say then this is why I was saying like if you have a 2 or 3 hour video, let's say you load it up and you have a 2 or 3 hour video going and then for whatever reason you decide you want to hump a hump, you want to hop in, you want to hop in and start <laughs> start streaming. It actually stops your premiere um and you start streaming. And so it's kind of like all right, like I can see some technical problems like that. Or another thing that happens is if you are streaming and then a premiere was scheduled to go live while you're streaming, it just cancels the premiere type thing. And so I just feel like if I was a content producer and I want to create videos on Twitch and then have them go live like a lot of times when people do YouTube videos they want them to go live at like specific times and it just like I could see that like this might be a little bit too much of a hassle to do that and it especially feels weird because right now is a great time to strike the iron if you want to try and move in on YouTube's turf so I feel like you would almost want to make it as easy as possible instead of trying to push new features that are we don't know how popular they are
0: I guess I think they're trying to reinvent it a little bit like I think they think that this is pushing into YouTube territory, mm-hmm. but it really isn't. It's kind of like their own take where mm-hmm. you go to Twitch because you want to go there for live content. Yeah. So if you're able to show your video upload mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. in the same way that someone goes to Twitter, and it's like, hey, guys, I posted my new new YouTube video. Drop a like on it. Yeah. So it's almost the same thing, but now everyone watches it live. Yeah. But I I don't know. It still doesn't seem like the video is at the forefront. It's like the system behind putting out the video is there. Yeah. Yeah. But I like agree. even if someone doesn't see the premiere, it's very difficult for them to find a video. Mm-hmm. Like uh, compared to YouTube, since I mean YouTube, obviously that's all they do is video, yeah, yeah, um, and I guess live streaming if you really count that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I yeah. I could see,
1: I could I see what they're getting at, but I'm not sure if it's going to work exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to work. And a lot of things that I like, and I I can see where things are a good idea or they have potential, but that also doesn't mean that people are going to use them, um, or that they're going to like i don't know just kind of like be as desired by everyone right like i can see something where like if you're a creator or maybe a community member like you think this is really cool and you like it but if the other side of the equation so if you're a community member like the creator doesn't like it well then it's not going to gain traction um Mm -hmm. like i was never i mean i've never really been big in the youtube world like i mean i'll watch youtube videos every you know when they come up but like there's a lot of people spend just lots and lots of time on YouTube um, but they also kind of like feel kinship or join communities with various creators on YouTube and one thing that's always seemed strange to me especially coming from the Twitch world is like I know why like Twitch is the way like the community around twitch i know why they build up the way they do because we have live chat right and there's a live experience and people congregate around specific times and specific areas and specific games and with youtube it's like they have a comment system and so it's a like i guess maybe community can build around the comment system but also it's youtube comments so whatever um but like one thing that would be cooler is it's like or would be nice is being able to have a live discussion about a video that's uploaded on YouTube right if if uh cgb gray posts a new video on YouTube which he has amazing videos it would be cool to watch it live with other people that like his videos and then chat with them about things that we're seeing live at that time and that's kind of what twitch is saying is that they're like giving it they're being like oh with this premiere thing you can also get the community thing by posting the video having it go live at a specific time and people that are like want to watch it that way they can hop on over and join up and watch it as a group so like i can kind of see what they're doing but i feel like it's a little heavy-handed to kind of force it with everybody
0: i agree with that so, youtube doesn't even like i I don't even know what a YouTube community is exactly yeah, it's very insular like a YouTube Subscriber mm-hmm. like I I feel like most people on YouTube are going to watch a specific person Because they like that specific person who's making mm-hmm. videos never necessarily because they like the people who also watch
1: Yeah, no, that's that. true
0: and on Twitch. We have that whole other component.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I've
0: have i you know, you watch yeah. me because you like everyone in my community, but you hate me.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I I absolutely adore everyone except you. Um, I also like that guy named Skinky. He does good stuff. Uh but he's it, a really handsome looking guy. Oh, he's so handsome. So hot right now. <laughs> uh so hot right now. But like when I think about communities that kind of build up around YouTube content creators, the one that always is in the forefront of my mind is the nerdfighters DFT be a you know i mean like the hank and john green don't forget to be awesome and stuff um Uh, yes right and like there is something there and like a lot of it isn't in youtube it's all like ancillary around it but like they definitely got their core group of people because of youtube and how popular and how great their content is um and so like it does pop up but i feel like it also feels Like, I don't understand the hoops that got to that point, right? Where, like, Twitch, I do understand. And so, I don't know. So, I feel like there's kind of potential there. But at the same time, I thought there was a lot of potential with vodcasts. I never used them. Um, So, it's kind of those things like, oh, in theory, this is really, could be really, really cool. And then people shit all over it. And it's now kind of being rebranded because I think there's so much brand deterioration with the vodcast term.
0: yeah. No yeah, one... I've never used the Vodcast, and I probably never will.
1: Yeah, see, I think, and here's but here's part of the reason why I kind of wanted to is that like, um, especially as my schedule shifted and I didn't have time and energy to stream on weeknights. There's literally hundreds of hours of content on my hard drive of stuff that i've done when the people that are that i hang out with now were not around when that was created right like a small small subset of them were and there were great in jokes and funny things that happened back then and so i'll be like, oh it'd be great to like three throw that up as a vodcast and like if i don't have the energy to stream on a wednesday night but like i do have the energy to like hang out and chat with people about shit that's going down on screen you know what i mean it's so, a Like, Uh like, that's why it always seemed like to be appealing to me. Like, oh, I wish I could do that. But at the same time, if no one else likes it or no one else wants to do that, then it doesn't. It's pointless. Yeah, I mean, like, I can throw a podcast every day of the week, and if no one else wants to go hang out and chat about it, it's just me watching my own videos over again. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's. uh, I don't
1: know how to feel. I don't know. uh, I'll I'll teach you how to feel. You and me. Take my hand, Mister Nicholas Teach Skankyster. Me the way. I will fly you away S- to stinkies, feelings, Skinkies, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so, but yeah, I know it's it's interesting. It's I I don't Twitch is in a, a weird spot for me right now. Twitch is no you
0: know I I didn't even get into the the part the ad the, the the sponsorship part. Oh yeah, go back to this, just for rewind a bit. We got Crap. so distracted. <laughs> out was <stuff> that, <laughs> me rewinding. That was me rewinding. Um, so Twitch. Has sold out, M. Cole. What? No way. Tell me. They have sold out. Guess who they have partnered with. Who? Walt Disney himself. Oh, really?
1: (gasps) I saw this. They, They sold out. They did. I mean twice. First to Amazon, then to Disney. <laughs> well they didn't get bought by Disney. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Disney buys yet. Amazon. Like Jesus.
0: Oh please! Oh, man. So uh, <laughs> don't even say that. I know. You put it out. You
1: put it into the universe. And... I know. I know. <laughs> <Jesus>. Oh man.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyway. So uh, God, that makes me nervous.
1: Okay. So Hold they... on. Let me just break this down for you real quick. Amazon headquarters too. They're gonna announce that they're gonna. It's in Orlando. That like we didn't even know that was on the shortlist. Like oh, we also have a second thing to tell you. <laughs> it's like we're gonna get slapped <laughs> with some insider trading. Like some shit. I don't yeah. know. The like, feds are coming know, after us, know. man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Corporate espionage with M. Cole and Yeah, KB. guys,
0: this is all for entertainment value uh, purposes only. Yes. All right. This is not financial advice.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyways, so, yeah, they, so Disney so,
1: partnered with Twitch.
0: Disney Digital Network mm-hmm. uh, partnered up with Twitch for, I don't know how long, but it's not like a forever thing but so that they could bring um, Disney digital content creators mm-hmm. like Jack Septicai, Mark Plyer. Those are the only two people I know. I don't know who Strawberry17 is or Luzu Games, but supposedly they're Disney-managed digital content creators, mm-hmm. and they're bringing their content to Twitch so that they could be broadcasted on the video-on-demand platform thing that Twitch has built.
1: Interesting. All right, I got a few questions because first of all, I don't know who any of those people are.
0: You don't know who Mark Plyer is?
1: No, who is that? Oh Mark Plyer is huge yeah. on YouTube <laughs> um,
0: huge Rewind back to YouTube. my thing about <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Yeah, so Mark Plyer and Jacksepticeye are like some of the biggest gaming YouTubers, okay Um out there all right right now mm-hmm. kind of like PewDiePie status, okay? Um, I would assume, but, uh, yeah, let's see, let's see Mark flyer here real quick. Um, he has 8.7 billion views on YouTube.
1: Nice. Nice. I'm I'm working on getting there.
0: Me too. Me too. He's up there. Um, so yeah, he's making a lot of money on that and stuff. So yeah, he's going to be putting his, I'm guessing specific content on this new system. Okay.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I, I thought I saw something exclusive. Now, how is he associated with Disney? I think. So what happened was
0: there was. Okay, hold on. I need to. I need to Google it really quick. Give me a second.
1: Everyone, right, hold on. Go on. Go, Google Food Time. So, I'll update the show notes real quick. Production. His, tools. Okay. Did, did we go?
0: This is what happened. Yes. Tell me. Do you remember Maker Studios? No. Do you know the the YouTuber Casim G?
1: No. All
0: right. Number one, go go look up Casim G when you have the chance. All right. He's a funny guy. He got he got big on YouTube because mm-hmm. he used to do these videos, um, where he would go, um, on like the Santa Monica Pier and stuff, mm-hmm. and. Interview people and ask them the most ridiculous questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like called the Casim Show or something, or okay. or California. Oh, it was California on. It was called uh, okay, and it would be like California on love or like California on dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he would ask people those specific questions. Okay, um, and he got big on that. But he made this group called Maker Studio, mm-hmm. and it was like a partnership kind of group and i i i guess it was uh an mc it was like a media content network or whatever mcn whatever they're called mm-hmm. and it like gave people it sold ads to content creators okay or to companies for content creators you know what i mean mhm that got bought out by disney for 500 million dollars holy shit so anybody who was under that mcn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now works for disney i think okay. that's what happened
1: okay I so see. all
0: these people, Jacksepticeye and I guess uh, Mark Plyer were in Maker Studios. Mm-hmm. And okay. Now cool. Disney owns
1: their souls. <laughs> yes. Like all the rest of ours. Um. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> it's, they, it, that's interesting though. That is that's kind of um, I don't know. That is that's an interesting deal that's being made there. Twitch is throwing around a crap ton of money for these exclusive content things. It seems like. I feel like they're making really big pushes into different uh. areas cuz they also they paid 90 million to Blizzard for exclusive access to stream Overwatch League. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So and that the thing is whatever deal was going down must have been one hell of a deal to work out between the attorneys because that what the partnership or the exclusivity was announced I think like between twenty-four and maybe forty-eight hours. Like I think maybe it was within twenty-four hours of the first games starting uh last week. So like before the twenty-four hours before season one started, like, oh, by the way, catch all the games on Twitch exclusively. <laughs> like it was like, oh, <laughs> now you tell us we've been wondering all week where we're gonna watch this crap. And you now mm. you're like, oh, it's on Twitch. Um but uh, it's, thing- like, it's not on it wasn't on hitbox? <laughs> no, it wasn't on Hitbox, but 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 what I think was hilarious was um in twitch's announcement they said it's exclusive only to twitch and on blizzard's site and i was thinking to myself i was like blizzard's site is mlg.com isn't it and sure enough it's on twitch and mlg.com but i guess it sounds a little uh sounds a little less exclusive when you say you can only watch wow. it on twitch and on mlg but uh, but I thought that was funny. So. Or
0: mlg.tv, you mean?
1: Mlg.tv, yeah, whatever it is, the uh, the streaming one. Oh
0: God, that so, website.
1: Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So like, they're that they seem like they're just throwing tons of money around to get exclusive content deals over on Twitch to get the big creators over there. So
0: I also just learned that Hitbox TV doesn't exist anymore.
1: No way. Maybe it changes the URL.
0: It's been replaced with Smashcast.
1: Oh Jesus.
0: Smashcast.tv.
1: SmashCast and Mixer. When
0: people get smashed off of uh Twitch, <laughs> they can join uh, Smashcast.tv.
1: Oh man. What's that's
0: the scary. Bing one again? Mixer. Mixer. That's what yeah. it is.
1: Yeah. The Bing one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Honestly, sure. come on. Let's let's agree. Mixer
1: is the Bing. Of live streaming websites. It's true, it's true. I will say this though. I will say like I did I talk about this last week? I don't remember if I did. Um one a couple episodes, I don't even know if it's a couple at some point in the history of this podcast, uh, we talked about the goodwill that Twitch develops compared to, let's say, YouTube. Um, and big way they do that is through their big con presence right they're like at almost all the paxes um and they just they have a big presence they put on shows and they put the twitch town hall panel on there and i felt like that builds up a huge amount of goodwill for them um and last weekend at pax south twitch wasn't there at all um and it's like i didn't really care one way or another it's like i went there for other reasons so it's okay if twitch isn't here that's fine but it did kind of have a goodwill hit where I'm like, oh, okay, they don't really care about us, us PAX South goers. But then Mixer's there, and I'm like, oh, I was like, maybe I should try Mixer out one day and it's like build up a little bit more goodwill. I'm never gonna do it. Um, but it's uh, it did it did have like an impact on me to be like, oh, look, they care enough to come hang out with us. Twitch is too good for us. They just they only want their Disney creators now. They don't want us this plebs <laughs> that go to PAX South. So I don't know. I'm I'm all mad. I want to be a Disney mixer. princess me too. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. That'd All right, amazing. let's work on let's work on that. What Disney princess would you be if you got to pick one? Hmm.
0: That's a good question.
1: I think this might be controversial.
0: Okay, go for it, it's fine.
1: I think my Disney princess is the red-haired girl from Brave. Or Pocahontas.
0: I've never seen Brave. I loved Brave. But Pocahontas I like a lot. I do
1: too. I God, what? Mulan's kind of badass. Mulan is really badass actually. Hold on. She's not a princess though. Wikipedia Disney Princesses. Like she's
0: a Disney princess in the princess universe, but in the movie she's not a princess.
1: There's an actual Wikipedia article for Disney Princesses, also called the Princess Line. Oh Jesus! Okay, hold on. I feel yes, like I'm going maybe... into like a weird area I should not be in. Wait. Okay, hold on. Is there? There's a Wikipedia article just for Disney Princesses? Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a toy oh, thing. It's a toy there thing. Is. It's a toy thing. I think.
0: Disney Princess.
1: Disney Princess there. media okay. franchise. They no list, list of Disney them. animated universe characters. I think that's the one we want. <clears throat> let's see here oh this isn't helpful I don't know who any of these are okay we got Snow White this classic
0: Cinderella
1: me. Aurora Ariel who's the who's the uh, who's the uh, is it Jasmine who's the girl from uh, Aladdin Jasmine Jasmine. Yeah. I think Ooh, Ariel I forgot about Ariel I and, think Jasmine uh, Pocahontas makes it to the list Mulan makes it to the list why are there Modern era of all of the Ooh Rapunzel? Rapunzel? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: From Tangled.
1: I loved Tangled. I didn't see Tangled.
0: I haven't seen any of these
1: movies. You haven't? Yeah, you haven't seen and uh Marada? Marada M-E-R-I-D-A? I don't even know how to say her, her thing, her name. Uh she's the one from Brave. So Brave red no. red Haired Girl from Brave.
0: No. Did you see the one um Princess and the Frog? mm I never saw that that's one that's good that's you good go watch that yeah yeah with Tiana okay ayo well I'm trying to find who's oh yeah Merida 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 wait that's I the... didn't know Sleeping Beauty actually had
1: a name yeah I was like who's Aurora <laughs> <laughs> don't they literally call her Aurora maybe the... I don't know in my
0: head I was just like Sleeping Beauty honestly <laughs> she's not in the movie very long
1: she's <laughs> It's like so. It's like Cinderella or Snow White. Snow White. Where's being... Esmeralda? Uh, who's Esmeralda? From uh, *Hunchback* in Notre Dame. <gasps> I don't know. This Wikipedia We got. Should we do live edits to Wikipedia?
0: <laughs> we should. It's like. I know on. she's technically not a princess, but now is
1: Mulan. I think they make an argument for Mulan. I think they do. Um. Fa Mulan, or simply Mulan, is the eighth Disney princess and first appeared in Disney's 36th animated feature film, Mulan. Um, yeah, she's from like the northern and southern dynasties. Period. But she was like a nobody, out Mulan, atypical and unlike most previous female roles, is courageous and more self-reliant. She also does not fit in with the expectations of a young Chinese girl of the time despite her natural beauty. She's clumsy, outspoken, and independent rather than graceful, silent, and demure.
0: Haven't heard Princess yet. Uh,
1: good. Working on it. Working on it. Um, Mulan saves her people and is the hero of her own story. Because of oh, this, good. many see Mulan as a positive role model and her determination risk taking a conc- conclusion of saving all of China. Disney promotes Mulan as role model who can help find your inner warrior. I now go with Mulan as my princess.
0: I agree with all of that. But she's not
1: a princess. I think she is. I think she is. Why is she not a princess? Hold on, Because definition of princess. <laughs> <laughs> the daughter of a king or queen. A woman member of a royal family other than the monarch, especially a daughter of a monarch, a woman who is a ruler of principality, a woman who is a hereditary ruler. I think Hereditary Ruler works. Wait, is Snow White a princess? That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I feel like Disney princesses are different than what we know princesses could they... be. Oh. A noble woman of varying status and rank. A woman regarded as having the status or qualities of a princess. I feel like that works. Like, if, as long as we were... Okay,
0: I guess that works. We'll go with I guess that, that
1: one. Works. But I guess
0: Snow White, she was the princess of the dwarves. Okay. Get at me. Cinderella, a literal princess. Aurora, a literal
1: princess. Wait, where do you see this? Where does it say a literal princess on this website? Nowhere. I'm just
0: I just know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. Cinderella is a princess. She married a prince. But there's
1: so many definite I feel like Mulan works. I don't think I've seen the movie Mulan. Ariel, but I was princess so Princess of the Sea. <laughs> so soul. Belle. By Mulan's literally thing. a princess.
0: I, Jasmine is like a half princess because I, technically, like Aladdin was like a fake prince. <laughs> Pocahontas,
1: princess. Oh my Americans. god! Do you know who they're missing? Who? Give me a second. I got Google names. Talk. <laughs> Um, Hey, guys, I I really was not expecting to get into this very, very
0: strange debate about Disney princesses. Uh, And I feel like this is going to back.
1: Okay, 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 okay. They are missing Nala. Nala? Simba's best friend and later his wife. Come on. Yeah. Right?
0: Wait. Wait. We we are Timon and Pumbaa. We are t- yes, dude, that is literally us. <laughs> yes, means no worries for the rest for of, of our yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> but like Jesus, dude, that is wow. <laughs> That is, that is awesome us. <laughs> yes. oh my god that uh, is perfect. i feel i feel like i found myself
1: i feel like i have too I feel like this is this is very revealing about this like man we started off going on who is your disney princess and ended up being that we're timon and puma <laughs> oh my god and of course who is who
0: I feel like, oh. I feel like I'm Timon. I think you are too.
1: I think you are too. I feel like you you're a good Pumbaa. I feel like I am a good Pumbaa. I feel. I, I now I need to watch Lion King tonight. I was supposed to go oh, out dancing, so but I might just go watch Lion King. Going out dancing. I'm, what is this? The dance dancer seventies dancer. Just, oh, you're a dancer. I'm, I'm a dancer. <laughs>
0: When I went to Florida, I was talking to my grandpa because I went to go visit him, Mm -hmm. and he was like, so, Nikki, what do you kids do these days? You go out dancing? I almost spit my beer all over my fucking computer. (laughs) (laughs) And my grandma was like, Frank, they don't go out dancing anymore. You don't go out dancing. That's they had a whole conversation amazing. about how they used to go out dancing and met the New York Giants at some club in like
1: the fifties. I don't know. I'm so excited for tonight now. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna go meet people. This is gonna be amazing. I'm so bad at dancing, but I am gonna snap so your much, fingers. That's all. I snap have your fingers. so much heart in my dancing. You hey. have no idea. But uh, but no, now I think I want to watch Lion King. <laughs> like, that's a good idea. Like really bad. Maybe I'll see if I can put that together sometime this week. Watch The Lion King with some people.
0: You tight. know, I feel like they are missing a lot of pr-
1: princesses in this list. I Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, they obviously just missed the big one in Nala. Like, I... like what about Bambi? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Rewind. Are you seriously going to argue to me that Mulan isn't a princess, but Bambi is? No, I've accepted that Mulan is a princess. okay you said, I, so, I said just about to make
0: sure I wasn't paying I was
1: probably reading okay. the Lion King. okay Cage. hold on, hold on okay all right
0: if we're being honest, yes, you can see my argument for why Mulan could not be considered a princess. I gotta watch Mulan. I
1: haven't watched it yet i can't
0: I can't fully defend her against you until she doesn't relate to royalty whatsoever, not to say I love Mulan.
1: I do. When's the last time saying. you saw Mulan?
0: Actually not that long ago. Oh really? <laughs> I think I watched it like uh, maybe a couple of
1: years ago. Oh wow no I, I really I got maybe I'll have like a nice Disney movie week or something like that. I watched Pocahontas too and I teared up at the end. It's oh a, it's man, a sad. that's a sad, it's a sad one. ending. It is. It is. I remember. What about
0: Tarzan? What's her name from
1: Tarzan? <laughs> What's her name from Tarzan? Do we got any royalty in the jungle book? With that uh oh yeah. That's a good movie. It is a good movie.
0: With incredible music. Um, God, wait, who sang the music in Tarzan again? Wasn't it a...
1: Disney animated film adaptation for Jungle Book. Yeah, I don't know. I
0: don't know. Who did the music in that? Oh, uh, Phil Collins did it. In what? In uh, Tarzan.
1: I thought you were talking about Jungle Book because I was like, no, no,
0: no, not not Jungle Book. That's a good movie. That's a great. Honestly, movie. Honestly, the new one was actually pretty good too. Oh yeah, yeah, it was actually really good. I'd recommend it. Nice. Oh, speaking of new movies,
1: if, if we're done with Disney princesses, I'm um, never done. Well, I know me either. Um, we we, but I feel like you no, know, I feel like you and I, we might have, we might be done because we found ourselves in a different character.
0: I. I might agree with that. Also, just want to say Hercules, another great Disney
1: movie. Oh, that's such a good Disney movie. That's a good (laughs) one. Is is it the, um, is it, what's the one with, like, the Emperor's New Groove? Is that a Disney movie?
0: (gasps) The Emperor's New Groove is so good!
1: Is that a Disney movie? I don't know. I'm pulling it up right now to see. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Disney. Man, we have so many movies we need to watch this week. But yeah, like La, La Land. I, It's on my I actually looked at it on Friday cuz I was going it's on my work to-do list for some reason. And I was like going through getting stuff done Good. for work. I'm like, well, I don't know when I'm watching Lalo La Land during work today, but we'll <laughs> put that one off till next week. So. Holy crap, I forgot that John Goodman is in that film, The Emperor's yeah, New. Right. Group. David Spade, Jad Goodman. Man. So many good movies. Um,
0: anyway, so yeah, we can we can move on from this.
1: Okay, cool. So speaking of new movies, you uh, okay? Thank God. S- you saw uh, a, a new movie this past weekend, didn't you? If I remember correctly, yeah, I did. I believe it was. Uh, uh, J- oh, Jumanji. Jumanji! Jumanji! Yes, I saw the new Jumanji film. So, spoiler alert for people. Uh huh. The reason why I want to ask Skanky about this is because he told me that it was actually pretty good. And yeah. I was shocked, and so I kind of want to hear maybe why me it was pretty good. You want to hear why it was pretty good, too? <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
0: because I was not expecting this movie to be good.
1: No, me at all. Like, I was shocked when you told me.
0: I, um, went into this movie really thinking that I was going to hate it. hmm And I came out being like, hey, that was actually pretty good. Like, I... It was funny. Mm-hmm. Jack Black's character was not annoying like he usually is, and actually funny. Oh, nice at times. And I think they did like they didn't really focus on the old film at
1: all. It's not a remake. Mm-hmm. Oh, it isn't.
0: It's not a remake. Is it in the it's... same
1: universe? Like, is it like a continuation? Yeah. Is it, it? It's like the second movie.
0: So, like they, it starts with another person finding the board game. Oh, really? Okay. So, like, remember how first Jumanji ended and the board game's on the beach mm-hmm, or whatever? Mm-hmm.
1: That's where it starts in this film. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, hold on. Now I'm even more excited to watch this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it starts there, and it's about how the game tries to survive. Okay, this sounds cool. Because it changes into a video game.
1: Okay, this sounds really
0: cool. So that people would play it. Yeah, and it's it's just it's fun. It's a fun movie. And if you don't take it too seriously, then I feel like you'll actually like it. When's the last time I you, was very surprised?
1: When's the last time you watched the last Jumanji? Oh, a long time ago. Okay, so I was having this discussion with people last night about um Movies that I watched, I think we even had this conversation. It might have been because these people also listen to shenanigans, so it might have been a continuation of a shenanigans topic that I then talked about in real life, and now I'm bringing it back mm-hmm. into shenanigans. Um, uh-huh. but about how movies that you watched when you were younger like aren't as good as you thought they were. Like uh-huh. when you watch it as a adult, you're like, Wow, that was really bad, that was that was awful. Um, and one that I will I will fight to the end of time to say that it holds up and is a fantastic movie is Heavyweights, Bar None. Awesome, oh, awesome movie.
0: I love that it's movie. It's so good.
1: I watched it I think like a year or two ago. Still like as good as you remember when you were younger. It is that the movie. the blob. Oh yeah, it's perfect. That movie is Dude, I love freaking that perfect. Movie so much. Me too. It's amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, but the reason I bring it up is because I wanted to see if how Skinkie's Impression about Jumanji kind of was anchored in real world. Like, was he way different from everyone else? And Rotten Tomatoes has it as seventy six percent, which is actually, you know, that's pretty good. That it's like that's a good movie, I would say. The thing that's surprising me, and I'm a little nervous about life, is that the nineteen ninety five Jumanji with Robin Williams is fifty percent. <laughs> and so I was like, was that uh, not a good movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm well, nervous.
0: It was a fun kids movie. Okay. Um, I feel like the original Jumanji. I think this is the thing, okay? Mm -hmm. This is something else I was thinking about, and maybe it'll help answer your question about maybe movies we saw back in the day were not good. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some movies that you watched like uh, all the time as a kid, like over and over and over and over again?
1: Because I feel how, like Jumanji was young, one of those films. How, how young of a kid? Like in high school and middle school, I think I watched Super Troopers like probably like 150, <laughs> 300 times. Wow. I, I, I kid you not. Like I, I, That's I, a lot. I, right, try, oh, trust me. I know. I know. And I'm just like, oh, oh <laughs> I don't want to watch that movie again because I know it's not going to be good i just i know it every fiber of my being is like that is not a good movie but you watched it 300 times we watched it a lot a lot a lot a
0: lot oh it's uh. I feel like one of those movies for me is definitely jumanji okay. and one of the other ones for me is independence day
1: okay i can see that yeah
0: i watched that movie so much mostly because it was on tv so much <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah, so so,
0: like, yeah, maybe, like like those movies aren't good necessarily from a review standpoint, mm-hmm. but, like, as kids, like Jumanji was interesting, yeah, because it was different,
1: yeah, yeah, no, like I there agree. there was
0: I feel like a lot of movies now they're based off of books and other things like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Jumanji was based off of anything, yeah, but. You know, I, I don't know. I felt like it was,
1: yeah. Yeah. All right. It was the era. It was the era. Now I want to watch old Jumanji and then new Jumanji in one fell swoop. Yeah, you could do that. I feel like that'd be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. just I wouldn't even compare it to the first one.
1: No, I wouldn't. And that's why I'm excited because it not being a remake has me excited. And I, I think it's kind of funny because so many things these days are remakes that like I just defaulted to assuming new Jumanji was a remake of old Jumanji. Yeah, it's not. Yeah.
0: It's not. They have, uh, like, little quips Mm -hmm. and hints as to the first movie. Mm -hmm. Like, one or two things. But the rest of the movie is all just, like, pretty much new and original and not... I mean, it's tied to the first movie, obviously, as it's a sequel. Yeah. But I wish they kind of... Maybe... Maybe branding it as a sequel
1: wouldn't have been a good idea, though. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think letting it kind of be its own thing, but also be kind of... Because, com- I mean, technically, I don't know if it really is a sequel, because the thing that it's carries not. through is the game, right? Like, And so I feel like a sequel is... You are carrying on like unless you think of the game as one of the characters, which isn't wrong necessarily, but like I feel like a sequel is like you kind of continue on a storyline or characters or something else that has like a tie a stronger tie to the first movie. And so although this is a big strong tie, it also feels Different. It almost says, if to me, it kind of feels like if you have two superhero movies that are in the same universe, um, and like kind of like they aren't sequels to each other, right? Like, and things may carry over, and you have cameos and stuff like that, but they can still be two independent things. That's what this feels like to me, not having seen it. Yeah, (laughs) not not having (laughs) seen it. As someone that hasn't actually watched this movie, I will now defend why it's not a sequel. So.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think you should go see it.
1: I think, I'm interested in your yeah, I'm excited now. Now that I go, because of my friendship with Skinky, I go watch... Uh, hey. I, I called you, I, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I called you Nick, like, three podcasts ago, and for whatever reason, I have this, like, weird, like reflex where like i always like almost say nick every time instead of skanky i don't know why you're allowed to call me nick but i'll never call you sean please don't um my my name is emkel um but uh i don't don't even know why because i've only ever known you as skanky so i don't know why it keeps uh keeps uh doing this yeah that's weird yeah i don't know that confuses me Maybe, maybe maybe i don't you know what else confuses me what
0: did you see Nintendo's newest announcement? Oh my
1: god, I love it!
0: I don't get it. Okay. I get it, but I don't.
1: Okay, so. For those of you guys that don't know, we'll give it a quick rundown. <laughs> we should probably give it a give a little. I s- feel like we do that so much. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> we hype something. And it's like so. Let me just give a general outlook on the whole thing here. <laughs> <Yeah. A> little, <laughs> a oh synopsis. my gosh! I actually I actually realized that I don't know how to say this word, um, which is funny. Uh, so Nintendo's newest announcement is for the Nintendo Switch. It's called Nintendo Labo Labo. I think it's Labo. Labo, Nintendo Labo. And <laughs> it <Ooh>. sounds funny. <laughs> what it is, is it's cardboard. Um, it is you buy sets and the sets pricing, which we'll I'll get into in a minute, but swipe there or more into it in a minute. But the pricing is like 60 to 750 starting at 70 dollars um for a Nintendo Labo uh set. And it's like cardboard that you punch out and fold into various different things and so if you watch the trailer which uh we should have a show a link in the show notes um but they you they have examples of like a little piano um, a house like little robotic bug thingies um, they have it where you're like wearing like a backpack with thing like strings attached uh, speaking of strings they have like a fishing pole they can do that you can put together and so and they're like pretty elaborate it's not just like a one small cardboard box like they're like the piano has individual keys and then the parts from the switch plug into it, not plug into it, but like slot into it in certain ways. And so like the fishing pole might have one of the joy con controllers slotted into that. And then the, the crank wheel thingy whatever that's called on a fishing pole is um is just made out of cardboard and so they can, can go fishing or like one of the um robot ones they have it where the actual touchscreen tablet part of the switch is in like a cardboard thing they have like this little cardboard antenna out the front and stuff like that um and it's kind of just like uh different reality type thing that plugs into the switch thing and part of the reason to justify the cost in like my mind that made more sense to me because like it's 70 dollars for cardboard um is that there is software on the switch that also goes along with it right and so if you're doing the robot one there's various robot things in there and they do it in different ways and so like they might have it where like when you're fishing in on the screen is the actual like Fishing part, like what's actually going on as you're like cranking and stuff like that. Or I believe the one where you have like the backpack on and things in your hands. And I think it's also like things that down on your shoes, like you're controlling a thing inside the game, like a little robot in the game as you move your arms around and stuff like that. um And they somehow are able to convey all this information around the system just with the things that come with the system like the joy cons and the switch tablet itself um which is kind of uh kind of interesting the second thing that it does um that i because I, there was an article posted on the verge because the verge actually got hands-on with it and they said that they absolutely love it um and one thing that the software does is it doesn't just have like how Like interacting with what the cardboard things is, it also shows you how it works. It shows how it's doing what it's doing. Like how is a Joy-Con sending or receiving information um, that is allowing it to do what it's doing, like in within the system. And that's kind of cool from an educational toy standpoint, right? If you look at it, like then part of the reason why I like it is. As someone that doesn't have kids, this is kind of funny. Um, but like one of the reasons I like it is it's a really cool educational toy where you are giving kids something that they can then that they can build that has intricate parts to it. Then they put together, they get to play with, and then also learn about why the system they're now using and enjoying actually works the way it does, which is kind of cool. Um, so that that's that's the overview of the Nintendo Labo. Um, what are your thoughts about it, Skanky?
0: I was pretty confused, okay, when it uh, came out. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, when I saw the video, I thought they were trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I did
1: too. I was, I, I thought it was a joke. I watched the video. I forget where I was, but I couldn't have sound on. And so they put this piano down, made out of cardboard and I didn't understand that that was what the announcement was. I thought that was them just being cheeky to then kind of play in whatever the announcement was going to be. So I was uh-huh. very confused at first. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. You know, one thing I think is really cool about it, and I saw someone else mention this, so this isn't my own thoughts. Um, One thing I think is really cool about this is in video games, in the history of video games, one thing that's been very, very difficult is additional peripheral devices that come out after the system has been released. You don't get buy-in from people. People, like, they aren't really successful. To be like, if Nintendo was like, here, we're releasing a new blaster for the nintendo switch and buy it to play our new splatoon game like maybe people will buy it but our developers don't have a reason to develop around the blaster because there's no guarantee that anybody has it right like Uh and one thing that's kind of interesting about this is they've gotten around it nintendo didn't have to make a fishing pole accessory made out of plastic for people to play a fishing game they've said here like it's cardboard like go make it and developers if you want an accessory go make the accessory out of cardboard if you can and then develop around it and so it's kind of like getting around the idea that like people aren't gonna buy additional hardware for your video game systems like the connect had tons of problems with that with the xbox 360 days like it's just like you get around that by or Nintendo's getting around that by being like we What we can do, we can do it with cardboard, and yeah, it doesn't look as pretty and awesome as the plastic might. But at least you have people using it, hopefully, or at least I'm assuming they're hoping. Um, And you can color it, and you can color it, you could customize it. So I don't know. I think I think it's I think it's kind of cool. I think it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I think it it might have potential. One thing I was thinking as the entire time when I'm watching this. The one thing that keeps popping into my mind is, like, looking at a hypothetical roadmap for Nintendo and the Nintendo Switch and stuff like that. Um, And one thing that'd be really cool, Nintendo Labo starts off first iteration cardboard. A couple years down the road, it would be really cool if they sold, like, a 3D printing accessory with that right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think it'd be cool if they somehow started to position in that way, where it's like, hey, we're Nintendo, people love Nintendo Switch, we make games for it, but then there's this entire other thing where, like, people can do stuff in the real world that, like, is associated with our system and we've spent the past three or four years teaching kids about these systems with, um, cardboard. And now we finally have it cheap enough, or we have the system designed well enough that we're going to do it with basic 3d printing. Right. And like somehow maybe bring that into the mix. And I think that'd be cool. Another step to like, here's a different way to, for kids to play, um, which I think would be awesome. And then play and learn and develop, you know, useful skills going forward. And You really want the kids to learn, M.Call. I do. I do. There are future when you and I are like freaking ancient, recording shenanigans from our nursing home rooms. Like, we'll have rooms right next to each other. Um, and I've been like, Nicholas? Like, and like, we're, oh, he's still following <laughs> me around. Exactly. I need these kids to be smart so they can take care of us. So, <laughs> I want them to learn i want them to learn um get my old oculus out of the it's attic true, it's true grandpa it doesn't work anymore <laughs> yes oh my god but yeah, So i don't know i think i think that's i i i kind of have high hopes for it but also i'm really a big nintendo fanboy so i tend to have high hopes for a lot of stuff that they do um
0: well now i think i think nintendo can finally answer the big question for us
1: yeah what's that is cardboard paper, paper? Oh my god! Yes. Oh, I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh my god, that is so great. Well, okay. we'll, we'll have to ask. We'll get a uh, look we'll some Nintendo execs on the on the podcast and ask them about the Labo and if it's cardboard. or Is cardboard paper?
0: Ah, uh, talking about controversial topics. M cult. Oh wait, no, I, I skipped ahead, didn't I?
1: <laughs> Kevin, Kevin. Fuck. Kevin Kevin Skanky has a question.
0: Damn it, Kevin, Skanky. the script? No, don't you talk back to me, Kevin.
1: Yeah, can I have two
0: tea bags, please? Thanks.
1: Sorry. Look at that, you guys! Never mind. Look at that. He gets he gets an intern named Kevin, and also he moves from loose leaf tea to tea bags. He's like, yeah, fuck with the loose leaf tea. I need two tea bags. <laughs> like that is... exclamation point, tea in chat. <laughs> yes. Uh...
0: <laughs> no, I still have loose leaf tea. Uh huh. Sometimes sure. it's nicer to have the bag, though. It's easy. It's you know,
1: simple. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Simple. I hear you. Never mind. My my I, 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 I fucked up the segue. <laughs> uh, speaking of tea, how is your how is the skinky Fam winter blend? I haven't had a chance to get that yet. I like it. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. It's actually
0: very, excuse me, actually. Of course it's great. It's really good, actually. And I found a good way of drinking it is if you don't want to have it by yourself, like by itself, because, um, you know, some people don't like only the taste of uh, chamomile and some Earl Grey mixed together. Mm-hmm. Um, If you want to make it stronger... If you're looking for that caffeine, since it's like kind of a, t- a sleepy time tea, yeah. get like a black tea bag, mm-hmm. any kind, mm-hmm. and then put that in the cup and then also steep that with the loose leaf tea mm-hmm. and you'll get a stronger tea and you'll have the hint of the winter blend and you'll have your black tea. Oh, nice. And it tastes bomb. Oh,
1: that's awesome. It's very cool. i have to get some. I, I, wanna, I want a, a sleepy, sleepy time kind of tea, so. Go for oh, it. I gotta, gotta put my It's got, in. It's got chamomile. Chamomile. And uh, chamomile. Chamomile.
0: Uh, and a lavender earl gray. Nice. And a hibiscus. Hibiscus. And uh, something <laughs> else I remember.
1: A hibiscus. <laughs> hibiscus. <laughs> <laughs> so Skanky, I have an idea. Yeah. I have an idea. I, Tell I, me about your idea. I have, I have a thing that I think I want to do. This is, is oh, going to be a God. first in Shenantix history.
0: Oh no! It's a season. Okay. It's a
1: season two special event. No, not doing it. Too late. You're you already bought in. You just don't know it yet.
0: <laughs> Disney bought me out. Disney okay, bought me on. out. They, we have princesses. Uh, no, we're, we are,
1: no. We're Timon and Puma. We're talking about we're Timon okay. and Puma. Sorry, sorry. Um. So what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is if we're gonna bring Kevin back in, because I want I'm redoing the script right now. Kevin, here's right. here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do our shenantic Streamer shout out and we're already like an hour into the podcast but i think we need to have a nice long food finish like with a multi-part food finish because you know what a funny thing is it's not like you know we keep running out of food finishes every week and i'm just like let's just throw three in one <laughs> like, jesus okay but i think that's we. i think we need to have an extended food finish do you have anywhere you need to be
0: no go for perfect. it i'm here
1: perfect <laughs> all right you guys jesus this is scary <laughs> Skanky's like, what have I bought into And I give him like no other details. I'm just like, just so you know, we're gonna talk about a lot of food. So settle in. Um, we're gonna have an extended food finish where I don't know when we're gonna end. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, don't have anything to do that's important. Exactly. I'm just as I look at the time clock, I'm taking by. I'm like, hmm, we'll start with it's the first right. part go. and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay, I'm just having a, I'm having an anxiety. I need to go to the hospital really quick. <laughs> it's all okay. Right. I, I can so, handle it from here. <laughs> Okay, good. Uh, Anyways, but no, so Shenantic streamer shout out for this week. Uh, If you guys don't know, uh, every week me and Skanky switch off, shouting out a different awesome Twitch streamer that we think that you guys would enjoy watching. And this week I get the honors of uh, shouting out someone. And this was actually recommended by Lady Commander. Um, Whoa. And their name is Orator, spelled... A U R A T E U R, twitch.tv slash orator. Um, awesome, really cool streamer. One thing that I really like about his streams and um, what he streams is he's both a Super Mario Maker streamer and a Hearthstone streamer, which are two things that I absolutely love to watch. The way thing that it does suck like is that Super Mario Maker streams are like in the middle of the night, so I never can actually catch them. Um, but I can, I could, I can catch the Hearthstone ones because those are actually at a reasonable hour for me um but he streams both and if you guys have never watched a super mario maker stream before they are awesome they are awesome but there's never if there's ever a thing that's made you feel terrible at uh platformers it's watching someone else that's actually really freaking good at doing platformers um anyways but yeah absolutely do uh go check him out great streamer um his schedule is monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday seven days a week um and monday through Thursday, he actually splits it up. Where at 2.30 a.m. Eastern Time. He's streaming Super Mario Maker. And then starting at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, he is streaming Hearthstone. And then Friday and Saturday is just Super Mario Maker. And then Sunday is just Hearthstone. So if you are missing out on the side chat that me and Nerdy Dad used to do, uh, this is a great replacement. So absolutely do go check out Orator. Uh, there will be links in the show notes. And go check it out. Drop them a follow. Gorgeous. So, all right, so get, I love tell it. Tell me what you got food finish wise. Remember, we got to have three I parts. I
0: got a food finish for you.
1: Perfect. It
0: has to do with Pop Tarts. Yes. The car goes wild. Ah. Now, first question yeah. What is your favorite? kind of pop brown
1: sugar next question that's it just one yeah that's me i don't like sweets but for whatever reason brown sugar pop tarts are good so okay hold on i got shit to say real quick <laughs> Whoa, brown Jacob? sugar. Jesus. I don't know how I feel about Pop-Tarts. Like I think I like Pop-Tarts. I'm not positive. I think I might not like Pop-Tarts. The only I think you're holding yourself back. I think the only Pop-Tart there's there's two things. And this is why I'm saying I don't think I actually like Pop-Tarts. The only one I like is the brown sugar one. And the second thing is I have to eat my Pop-Tarts in a very specific way. And I I can't imagine I'm the only person that does this. I take my Pop-Tart And then what you do to eat your Pop-Tart is you first have to break off the perimeter of nasty-ass shit around the Frosted thing, and then eat the Pop-Tart. So, like, I break off those little sides. Like, you know if you, like, break off, like, the weird envelope things that have perforated edges? I, like, break those things off, discard them, and then eat the Pop-Tart. I'm assuming that is the company-sanctioned way of how you're supposed to eat Pop-Tarts, right?
0: I break those off and I eat them. Wait,
1: why would... They don't taste like anything. Yeah, but... I mean, I'm not gonna throw them out. That seems wasteful. Eh, I just throw them out. I don't. I don't want to eat the cardboard that's containing the flavor of the. Eh, I don't Pop-tart. recycle. I don't yeah. Recycle. Okay. Can you imagine if like the recycle people come by and take my bin and they're like, "Why is a film of pop cart pop tart edges?" <laughs> pop tart edges. <laughs> it's also surprising because they know it's these <laughs> Pop tart edges. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. They have the little dots all the way down. And, like everyone knows a pop tart edge if they've ever seen one so
0: it's like okay i i eat the i just eat the edges because it doesn't matter they don't it doesn't necessarily you taste just together. eat the edges so you and i like we need to room together no! we need to room together i'll break off the edges give those to you and i'll eat the middle I, part no i okay you're now you're just you're being ridiculous okay <laughs> yes no i i eat the whole pop tart mm-hmm. the entire thing because i want to make sure that i'm I'm using every part of the Pop-Tart that I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, how do you eat your Pop-Tart? Besides the whole breaking off the edges crap, do you toast it or do you
1: eat it cold? always have to toast it. Okay. Always, yeah. always. I feel like they're just not the same cold. It's like a whole different beast. Like, this, like the Pop-Tarts aren't that exciting to begin with. Like they're kind of a pretty lame, like, thing um and if it's cold then it's just like i feel like that's sadness in a fake pastry wrapping like it's just not good and at least when you warm it up the inside gets a little bit gooey but like not really gooey i don't know the pop tarts are weird man (laughs) pop tarts are weird they are weird yeah um what's your favorite flavor of pop tart i like s'mores Ooh, that's i don't know if i like s'mores but that's a good call I feel like I should. I
0: like s'mores. I like brown sugar though too. Yeah, brown sugar's good. But I think s'mores is my is my number one. Okay. And I could eat it cold or toasted. I don't really care. Really? All
1: right. I'm not I don't feel like I'm very picky with food. When's the last time you ate a Pop Tart?
0: College, maybe? Okay. I feel like. Maybe.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think that maybe maybe maybe
0: high school. I haven't had a Pop Tart in a long yeah, time. Yeah,
1: me either. Me either. It's been a while. They used to sell it in my cafeteria in high school. Oh, I used to buy them. Oh, nice. Yeah, I used sometimes. to actually buy them in my cafeteria in high school, too. Um, God, it was so unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, right? My cafeteria in high school also used to sell like Doritos and Coca-Cola products. And I think like, yeah. I just had... Just, and I remember I used to... I would go to shop class and the shop teacher like it had a hall pass but like he just didn't give a shit so like he literally had a laminated onto like a cardboard or, or not cardboard like a wooden plaque thing because he like didn't want to keep writing out new ones and it was like a hall pass to go to the cafeteria and back and like every morning i would get to school i would go to shop class to put my stuff down and then gr- and then take the hall pass to go down to the cafeteria and buy a bag of doritos and a coca-cola and bring it back and that was my breakfast so like man that is disgusting. <laughs> like, every morning? Yeah, the freshman year, every morning. And then um, when as I grew up and matured, like sophomore year, I started to have like bagels and cream cheese and bagels and butter and stuff like mm. that. Um, and then I would have that. And then sophomore, or no, junior and senior year, I didn't have early periods. So I got to sleep in. So I just did whatever the hell I wanted to do. I, uh, I'm not into soda. Me? I'm not anymore. I'm really, i don't really ever drink it anymore it's pretty rare if i drink soda. yeah when i was a kid i drank a good amount of it which is funny because i don't like sweets but like something about yeah, i was gonna say you don't like yeah i don't know
0: that's so interesting it is very interesting you're an interesting person thank I you
1: thank you skanky thank you so um but more important about than pop-tarts multi-food finish more important than pop-tarts is the pop-tarts much more attractive and uh, smarter and just better in every way sibling toaster strudel yes 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 yes
0: only joking it's so true though <laughs> I've never had a you've never strudel. had a toaster strudel no oh my god please
1: go get one and then you'll be like pop tarts are garbage I will never eat a pop tart no, again
0: my parent my mom never bought toaster strudel she never even bought pop tarts so <laughs> I had to buy them myself in school so <laughs> So that's that's amazing. That's amazing. My mom didn't want me to have these, but you know what? I my mom. I only know. Well, I mean, she didn't care, yeah. but she didn't like buy them. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like
1: gushers, oh, you know. Yes, I hear you. Fruit roll-ups and fruit by the fruit, fruit by the roll-ups,
0: foots. dude. Oh, they're so good. Yes. But like, I mean, you yeah. know, they're just they literally sugar
1: plastered on. Anyways.
0: Sugar with, like, a gel sugar on the inside.
1: Yeah. No, oh, Toaster Strudels are great. Um, they were talking about Discord the other day, uh, Toaster Strudels, and I was, like, really craving it after they are talking about it, especially because... Tiny said that there was one with like eggs and sausage on the inside. I was like, that sounds amazing. So I wanted to go get those. They didn't, and I went to like huh. Target. They didn't have those ones but they had other ones. I was like, sweet. So I walked up to the register and in one arm, I have my toaster strudels, like two boxes of toaster Two boxes? No, two, two boxes of toaster strudels in one arm. And my other arm, I have a case of beer and I like put it down <laughs> at the register and the cashier just looks at me and goes, you're single, aren't you? I was like, yes I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you asking me on a date? Yeah, right. <laughs> Clearly a bachelor purchase right now. Like, give me my toaster strudels a beer, I'm going home. Um I love that yeah, That's no, so far. Toaster strudels are good. Toaster strudels are good. Um well if you've never had toaster strudel I think you need to I need think you need to fix that and let us know what you think about them. Fine. Perfect. Fine. Perfect. I will. Great. Part I'll do it. Part three. Part three. Finish. Okay. Got to set up the scene for you because this is this is this is a podcast. This is like radio. Like we do a little word picture, okay? Okay, word picture. All right, we're going back to high school. Oh God, going back to high school. We are playing hooky, ditching second period. We go down to the cafeteria because that's what we do. We play hooky because we aren't that badass. We're just kind of badass. Um, okay. We're sitting at the table. You're sitting across from me, and uh-huh. I hold up my hand, and in my hand. Is a Hershey's chocolate kiss that I give to you. Okay. Okay. You take the Hershey's chocolate kiss, you unwrap it, and then how do you eat your Hershey's chocolate kiss? Do you chew it, or do you just put it in your mouth and let it melt? I chew. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> who let, who puts it in their mouth? And let
0: it lets it melt. Right right wait where did you where did you hear this
1: right hold on right <laughs> who says that they put it in their mouth and let it melt they say that maybe there's like a little bit of like sucking involved or something but like we're, what? we're not gonna get into that whoa we're not gonna get into that oh um, but uh they uh Hellrider came into Discord the other day and asked that question and it was literally for like I feel like this was a seven hour conversation and it was me and Teddy on one side with Team Chew and it was him and Tiny on the other side that you and there was other people too that joined each side um, and it was him and uh, Hellrider and Tiny on the other side and they just put the chocolate in their mouth and they let it melt because like that's how you enjoy the chocolate like it coats your mouth you get all the chocolate it is. and I'm like getting repulsed by this I was like what? <laughs> like why, why would you do this? This is like hurting me. You put it in your mouth, you chew it, and then you're good to go. That's how you eat food as a human. So, um, but yeah, I don't think I can ever try that. Jeez. Just bringing people out to they uh, bring all the knowledge to the people out there.
0: I mean, you know what? I don't want to start a controversy here, but I could see the appeal to the to the putting it in your mouth and letting it melt. I
1: can't just seems like you know you're savoring it i understand like the logic behind it like the savoring logic but it's just there's something about it that's unsettling to me i don't know why
0: it's like it's like but like see i feel like a hershey's kiss is not meant to be sucked like it's like chewing a lollipop
1: okay you know like a lollipop is meant to be sucked on that's why they're called suckers sometimes
0: suckers that's why is that why people call me suckers maybe yeah a sucker
1: yeah yeah, probably because you meant to be sucked (laughs) up. oh god that was not All right. um... (laughs) that got weird um but do you (laughs) uh okay that got really weird yeah uh that was not what I meant Ooh, let's cut. Like, can we just, redo can we just all cut that, of that entire stuff part we out? Can <laughs> we do re- the whole it again? again? This multi-part idea. This is like a weird season finale multi-part thingy that I don't know. So I was trying to wrap up storylines apparently and it just didn't work. Kevin! Come on. Damn it, <laughs> Damn Kevin. Damn it, Kevin. We redo the script again. We're restarting the beginning. Rewind the tape. We got this. Um, I told you to steep my tea for four minutes you steeped it for five. Only one tea bag. Come on. Come on. I'm disappointed. <laughs> He he was so good at the beginning of this episode, and he really was. He really was. He really was. But all right. So now, so now we're past the talking thing. I actually do have a, a big, a big finale for the food finish this week. <laughs> okay. Part four. Part four. So, um not sponsored because we're shenanigans and we are hipstery, gonna do it ourselves type people. But this week, and also because we've never gotten an offer. True, and we might not ever after this. Um <laughs> great <laughs> perfect uh so so two weeks ago i uh two or three weeks ago i don't know it's been it was a while ago i i signed up for one those food delivery services um where they mail you a whole bunch of ingredients for different meals and then you cook it at home like some crazy beast man and uh and eat it and stuff like that so i signed up for uh, two of them, um, be, at the same time, which everyone's like shocked at. But you know what? I do things the way I want to do. I signed up for HelloFresh, and I also signed up for Blue Apron. And Blue Apron, you might know from many, many other podcasts that uh, Blue Apron sponsors. Contact us if you want. Um, so I signed up for these two meal de- meal delivery services, and I have cooked a number of meals at home from them. skinky. it's a uh, okay. And what
0: what have you thought? <sighs>
1: Here's the thing. Uh Uh-oh. Let's give you the breakdown. Please. here's how it works you go to the website you sign up um the pricing is about ten dollars a serving and so each serving it usually starts off you can't get anything less than this like each meal will have two servings because they don't like to acknowledge that people live alone and so it's like okay so if we give you a meal it's for you and whoever else is in your household with you um and so you get pick out like three or four meals for the week and then they mail you the box full of the ingredients with the instructions on how to cook them and each meal takes about 30 to 40 minutes to cook um okay and so I was thinking about it and in the past, like last year, I, there's many times where I'm like, I'm going to cook at home more. I'm going to save money. I'm going to cook at home and it's going to be healthier and I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be great. I'd like to cook. I know how to cook. I was like, I might as well do this, but I hate grocery shopping. And so that's where I always fall apart. Like I'll go grocery shopping. I'm like, I never want to freaking do this again. And so I only make it like a week or two with cooking at home and then I just completely stop. And so I was always looking at yeah. these and I was like all right, I should try these delivery things. Like I can then cook at home. I don't do the grocery shopping thing. I was like, but it's kind of expensive. Like $10 for like a meal is like kind of a lot if you're cooking it at home. You know what I mean? Like other places you might be able to get a meal for $10. And so I was kind of hesitant with that. Um, But when I looked at it, if I'm not cooking at home, then I'm probably getting delivery um, and or I'm going out to pick up food. And so like in the Chicagoland area, I'm not going to be getting any meal for like $10 or less, really. Like if I'm going out for lunch or dinner, like the cheapest is going to be is maybe like $12, $13. And if you get delivery, then you have delivery fees and you have tip and you have tax, you have anything on top of that. A lot of times that adds like $10 onto the charge of the meal, right? So – if yeah. i get home on a wednesday night and i don't have groceries to cook then and i order delivery you're going to put like a 13 dollar meal plus 10 dollars for delivery charges about you're up to like over 20 dollars that you're spending on it right and so i was like well if even though ten dollars isn't as low as it could be if I did grocery shopping myself, like realistically, it's cheaper than what I'm doing right now, so I might as well give it a shot. Um, and I tried two of them because I wanted to see if there what the differences between Hello Freshware and Blue Apron, and if I liked one or the other better. Um, and I have to say, I give both of them big thumbs up. I really 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 do like them. Um it's it's nice and it saves time. I right now for me Hello Fresh is edging out Blue Apron. I like Hello Fresh a little bit more than I like Blue Apron. Um for a few things. I feel like their overall meal selections cater a little bit more to my taste. Uh like for whatever like I like when I look at them I'm like, "Oh, I like the the Hello Fresh ones better than I like the meal options in Blue Apron." Blue Apron seems a little bit stranger or off of what I would normally order but one thing i do like about them is that both of them are a little bit different than something i would normally cook at home and so it does kind of expand my experience more right like when i'm cooking chicken at home like i'm adding i'm having with different vegetables that i wouldn't normally pick up if i was at the grocery store um and so far I've made four meals with it, all of which have been really, really delicious and turned out very, very well, taken about 30 to 40 minutes to cook, um, and it's been been awesome. Um, One other reason why I like HelloFresh a little bit better than Blue Apron is that HelloFresh is when you get the box of it, of all the meals, you open it up, and then there's a bag for each meal on the inside that contains the ingredients for that meal, and so... It's really nice to like take the bags out, put them in the fridge, and then let's say I get home from work Tuesday, I just pull out the bag for whatever it is I want to cook, open it up, and they have all the ingredients right there. Blue Apron, when they mail it to you, all the ingredients are just in the box, right? And so like this, granted, it's one extra step and me just being lazy, but they have to kind of divide out what ingredients go to which. M- you know which meals so it's not so much like oh just grab that bag and now here's what i'm cooking it's like all right i'm gonna start cooking which ingredients from the fridge do i need for this meal and so if i'm looking at mm-hmm. like what is the path of least resistance HelloFresh takes out enough like more steps so it's like if i get home and i'm being lazy I'm like eh, let me just go do it 30 minutes i'll have something to eat like if i order delivery i have to wait longer anyways um I'm not a big leftover person, but this actually works out really well because it's two serving portions and I live alone. And so when I cook my dinner on Tuesday, when I'm done cooking it, I plate one plate for me and then I just pack the other plate up into my containers for lunch the next day throw it right in the fridge and then i have leftovers to bring for lunch so now it's cutting down two meal costs it cuts down my dinner cost and it cuts down my lunch cost for the next day because i would normally just go out and get lunch at work uh and so for that reason i feel like like and i keep a budget so i'll be able to see at the end of the month if it saved me money um but kind of sketching it out i anticipate it saving a good amount of money for me um at the end of the month so so far i really really do like it Cool. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been an adventure. I'm proud. Yeah. People at work um, like are kind of shocked and surprised because I've never brought food from home. Like I always went out to get food. It's so, like the first day, like, wait, Sean cooked? Sean knows how to cook? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not too bad, and I'm eating it. Like, who's Sean? Yeah, yeah Cole cooks. Cole knows how oh, to cook. okay. And, uh, Weird. Um, Then, like, the second day, like, I brought it, they're like, damn, that looks pretty good. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Use my referral yeah, code I was like, thanks. <laughs> then there was another person there that uses HelloFresh, and they're like, Oh, I didn't order that one this week. I got this other stuff. They're like, What did you get next week? And I was like, This is what I picked out for next week. So um we got to chat about that. But uh but so that's kinda cool. Yeah, so far I'm liking HelloFresh a little bit better. I'm thinking about trying out there's another one called Home Chef. Think about trying out that one too. So that's why I got two, and I was switching off the weeks. Like I got HelloFresh one week and then Blue Apron the next, and then and there was a little bit of overlap, but that was fine because i only had three meals in each box and so like that kind of gave me meals for the entire you know week about and i get to eat out one night Yeah. so um but yeah so so far I, i'm gonna say i'm a really big fan of it i think that i think it turns out well and it makes it easy enough that a lazy guy like me can still do it every night that's fun yeah, it was good it was good
0: i'm i'm, I'm glad
1: i'm glad that you're like thank it. you Thank you. Yeah, I I had all these thoughts, and I was like, I don't know why I'm gonna be able to say anything about it. I was like, wait a second, I have this thing called a podcast where I can just talk.
0: Oh yeah. I could talk and say whatever the hell I sometimes. want. Sometimes,
1: sometimes, sometimes, maybe not. Uh, most things you exactly. could say. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that was part four of the food finish. I give two thumbs up to HelloFresh. I give one and a half thumbs up to Blue Apron. Um, if you guys are interested, let me know. I think I do have a referral code, so I can get you guys some free meals or money off. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! So, drop it over in the Discord. Use code <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That'd be great. We are uh, this week. Are sponsored by HelloFresh, bringing you the freshest ingredients <laughs> to cook at home. It's so easy. Even Cole can do it. It's so easy that we're actually not sponsored. No, by that's, oh, shit. That's true. There was some awesome, <laughs> there's some freaking awesome mac and cheese that was really, really good. Like an example of like, mm. um, things that I wouldn't make, right? So it was like mac and cheese with some pancetta in it or whatever. Um, but oh. I also had, and this was weird to me, it also had cauliflower in it, um, yeah. And it was amazing. Like I never, ever, 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 even if I saw the recipe online and it said mac and cheese with cauliflower and pancetta in it, I'd be like, eh, yeah, I just won't buy the cauliflower. I'll make the mac and cheese without it. But since it came with it, I was like, and they, that's what they say they, to make. It's like, yeah, we'll just throw it in there and see how it goes. And it was so freaking good. It was so amazing. And, like, that's also a reason why I really like it is because it kind of expands my boundaries of what I normally would cook and eat. So, um. It was it was really good. I'm gonna say I'm, I was really impressed with it. So.
0: Maybe you can get a, a cereal dinner,
1: and it'll make you like cereal. <sighs> you guys that's been another episode of Shenantics new episodes go live bright and early Monday morning uh, about 7 a.m. central time if I remember to post them correctly uh, you can find that uh, podcast wherever you find podcasts including the iTunes store and Google Play store however we are still having issues with Google Play Google is aware of it they said there's something wrong with our feed they're redoing the pre-processing all of our episodes so it might be a little bit longer hang in there with us uh, but you can always find the podcast on our website at shenantics.rock. rock so if Google play isn't working for you and you still need to get your skinky and emco fix head on over to shenanigans.rocks if you like the podcast uh please leave us a review on itunes five stars would be the best but you know we accept one two three and four also, if you have any questions for us, you can send us a tweet at shenantics, twitter.com shenanticspod or an email at shenantics, shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the discussion, head on over to shenantics.rock about and then go over to the Discord invite link and join the Discord room. Tons of shenantics, fanatics hanging out there and they will definitely tell us their opinions on Pop-Tarts, Toaster Strudels chocolate eating methods and if you guys have used hello fresh blue apron or if there's another one that you like even better skanky where can they find you on the internet
0: you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash n k y
1: and on Twitter at iskanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y. M-Cole working you can label. find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore M-C-U-L and the underscore symbol and also on Twitter with the same username, twitter.com slash mcole underscore skanky. It was great talking to you. Or sorry, Timon, it was great talking to you this week. Oh, well, yes, I'm Timon, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Shit. Uh, good talking with you too, uh, Pumbaa. <laughs> Later, bud. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.